Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the Tate and Todd Washington Commanders podcast, and we are back at it, Todd. We got some fun news, some exciting times. The Ron Rivera era is officially over. I mean, we have so much to catch up with. Todd, how you feeling? So much to catch up with. Um, I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? Doing good, man. Glad to be back at it. Um, yep. Feels good to be back at it with a new new regime, fresh um it's just feeling good man I, i'm yeah. I'm, re- I'm ready to get into it yeah yeah uh it's officially different for the first time since i mean of course since we've been doing this podcast really since we've been fans of the team this is the first time it's different ron rivera is out of town adam peters is in town and he's in town because josh harris is finally making football decisions and take his first football decision the very first football decision he made was hiring the most coveted, sought-after, best general manager prospect that there is in the NFL. That's that's so new to us. Like I don't even, I don't know what that felt like until this morning. Now I know <laughs> it feels incredible. I just so I mean, we're gonna talk a lot about a lot of things uh, this off season. Uh, in this episode and we ultimately know how we don't know how any of it's going to play out but i mean if we're off to a fantastic start i mean an a plus so far by josh harris from me so i'll let you go ahead oh yeah hands down adam adam peters aka the golden goose the hottest name on the market and uh similar quite similar to what he did in in philadelphia when he got daryl morey 
who was mm-hmm. a hot candidate um, after take after he was planning to take a year off. He he he, he met with him and and he got his guy convinced and him I to think, get back to work. Convinced him to get back to work and um, Adam Peter, I, I'm really shocked. Um, honestly, I mean, we kind of knew it was going to happen, but the fact that they just how they went about things, the meetings in Miami, the yep. the different levels of uh, interviews. Um, Josh Harris is my guy. I know we were big Bezos guys, but now we're looking yep. back at it, man. I think we got the right ownership group, um, hands down. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, I agree. And it's I I, I don't know how many uh, new owners come into owning a team, and let's just talk about the NFL having experience, having owned multiple other sports teams. But it's like it's not his first time. Like he has, first of all, I mean, succeeded with his other teams. He obviously hasn't won a championship, but he's taken teams that were really struggling and made them better. Um, but he's also learned, right? And like the he can take the lessons from the Devils, from the 76ers, and then in his now first time owning an NFL team, not make some of the same mistakes he made. And I mean, bringing in Adam Peters is that's the best thing you could have done. Um Let's just go ahead and let's just talk about Adam Peters and why we're so excited. So, I mean, Tate, like lots of fans know stuff like, you know, names like Adam Peters, like we do. And then there's lots of fans who don't really, they don't, they don't know things on that level, right? They're, I mean, they'll be there on a Sunday, they'll root for the team as loud as any of us. But when it comes to knowing certain things, front office stuff, they may not know. So why, why are we so excited? Why should you be so excited about Adam Peters? Well, first of all, no, go ahead. Oh, yeah. The, I mean, the biggest thing is uh, you want me to answer the question or you want to hit something else first? You can go ahead. I'm going to read off his resume when you're done. Okay. Well, the big reason um, for me personally, it was the fact that he's come from winning. He's came from winning organizations. You think of yeah. the Patriots, whether he was there for a little stint, and you look at the Broncos, you look at um, mm-hmm. you look at the, the 49ers who he was with uh, most recently and how they sustained success. Yeah. Um, but not only that, He's accountable for what I hear for a majority of the later round picks, which yep. they hit. And obviously, not just hit, obviously, there's some misses, but they hit in a great way. Right. Uh, they got all starting all pro levels, you know, Greenlaw, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, Elijah Mitchell's a, a short, a shorter name. Ronnie Bell was a big fan of coming out of Michigan. Fred Warner, uh, Fred Warner you know, Kittle. And Kittle and their quarterback, yeah. their starting quarterback now, and Bryce, and Bryce Purdy. Um, yep. Brock Party, sorry. Um, <laughs> it's it's. I mean, his resume is just, and then not only that, the yep. connections that he has and around the league, right. the name he's built for himself uh, is going to help us out tremendously. Right. So yeah, you 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 alluded to it. He started off as an executive with the scout uh, as a scout with the Patriots, two thousand three to two thousand eight, five years. That was you know right. Patriots won in 2001 and then 2003 and 2004. And then obviously from there have just, you know, been the most winning organization Mm -hmm. since then. So he started off five years with the Patriots as a scout. Went from the Patriots to the Broncos 2009 as a scout. Was with the Broncos from 2009 to 2016. From scout to assistant director of college scouting to director of college scouting. This is, of course, when they, they built a Super Bowl level roster, brought in Peyton Manning. They made it to two Super Bowls, won one, right? They lost to the Seahawks in one, and they won the other one Panthers. that they made it to. What'd you say? Panthers. Right? Panthers, that's right. Exactly. Beat Ron Rivera, ironically. Um, 2017, when John Lynch is hired as the GM of the 49ers, when Kyle Shanahan is hired as head coach, John Lynch brings in Adam Peters from the Broncos 
who was the director of college scouting with the Broncos and makes him the vice president of player personnel with the 49ers, which he was for three years or 2017 to 2020. From 2021, he was promoted to assistant general manager and has been doing that for the last two years. And now is the, and it's updated on Wikipedia already, general manager for the Washington Commanders. He is a three-time Super Bowl champion with the Patriots, with the Broncos, with the 49ers. Like you said, to everywhere he's been, he has won. He doesn't know losing. He doesn't know losing. I mean, if you look at it from, from the Patriots, that the Patriots hadn't lost more than five games, I think, until recently. So that was winning with the Patriots. The Broncos, I mean, I'd have to look back at the specific uh, records, but I mean, once, especially once Peyton Manning got there, oh, yeah. they were a winning team, right? I mean, even when Peyton Manning couldn't throw anymore, and they were still winning games. Yeah. And then with the 49ers, Cal Shanahan came in. They had a rough first couple of years trying to figure out quarterback. But even despite all of the, the moves they made, the aggressiveness, not even quite figuring out quarterback until probably this year. Yeah. They, I mean, they made it to a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. They have been yeah. consistently <laughs> competing, and the roster they have – I mean, full of they've drafted, I think, five all pros, I want to say, since 2017, since Adam Peters has been there. And you say, well, how do we know how much Adam Peters has played into that? Well, he has a scouting background. His background, John Lynch was a player and then a um, an announcer and then a general manager. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a scouting background. Mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan was a coach, grew up through it. Adam Peters is the scout. He He was a scout for 10 years. I mean, he knows how to scout players. Yeah. Like he knows how to yeah. on the ground level how to do it. And so, I mean, that and then and then so that's the I mean, that's the part you really get excited about is everything we just read, we talked about with his resume, all the teams he's been with and the success they've had. But then you hear quotes, and I'm gonna see if I can find them real quick. Um, but people also they just talk about how he's he's a great guy. They say he's 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 just a genuinely good guy. He he knows how to treat people. He treats people well. He treats everyone with respect. There's a um a video on YouTube of him during COVID. Uh, I guess 49ers was do, were doing a thing, meet the scouts and stuff. And so he was talking and he introduced just what he does. And his his daughter was in there. He was talking from yeah. as of quarantine. But everyone's talking about how he's such a good guy. And he has all these connections. I mean, every yeah. they, the reaction is not just from fans, and we're you know we're excited. The NFL world is like, man, that's a, that's an awesome hire. Yes. That's a great yes. hire, right? And if you want to say, okay, well, lots of people liked hiring Ron Rivera when Dan Snyder did. My counterpoint to that would be, Ron Rivera was undoubtedly always viewed as a great guy, yeah. league wide. I mean, and he is a good guy. Mm-hmm. The difference is that. He was not qualified for what he was doing. He didn't have a background in scouting. Right. He had never. Yeah. He hadn't spent ten years as a scout, and then as a director of scouting, and then director of player personnel, and then assistant GM. If you back when people were pl- a lot uh, 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 lauding the hiring of Ron Rivera, it was because he was. We all thought he was the head coach. Like we right. we heard right. coach centric, but it's like okay, right. he's a really good head coach. Is was the you know idea. He couldn't evaluate talent. Uh, and so, but Adam Peters, I mean, his track record, I mean, that's, that's 20 years in the league doing the thing that he's here to do, man. Um, so that's Adam Peters. If, if you've never heard of him, um, let me, where is it? I don't think I'm going to be able to find it, but if you've never heard of him or you're not really sure why you should be excited, uh, it's because of all the reasons we just named Yeah, 49ers have, I think three all pro players this year, I think. Uh, they have a like, I mean, just 
And the thing about it is, and this has been pointed out on Twitter as well, is that they didn't hit every draft pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have some first round misses. Solomon Thomas, um, Kinlaw, maybe. Yeah, like I'm, I can't I'm trying to think of the exact names, but um, I mean, they hit on IU up there, right? Trey um, Lance, they missed on Trey Lance, which you know is one of those things where you wonder, like. We've heard so much about that. But they were aggressive. They I don't care. Back. They were aggressive. They were aggressive, and they they gave up all that to get up get exactly. Trey Lance. Trey Lance played how many games for them? They didn't miss a step. Exactly. They they were still making the playoffs. Exactly. They were still beating the good teams. They were still competing. So the fact that we all know you're going to miss picks, the fact that you can miss picks, you can miss early picks, and you can still be a great team. I mean, that's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then you just look at what they did at quarterback, right? And they they were aggressive. They traded for Jimmy Garoppolo. They wanted Kirk Cousins. They wanted Kirk Cousins. Yeah, it would have been better than Jimmy Garoppolo, but yeah. um, we know why they didn't yeah. get right. <laughs> Kirk Cousins. <laughs> so they wanted Kirk Cousins. They, they got Jimmy Garoppolo, which at the time, you know, everyone was like, "That's a that's a solid move." I think they only gave up a second or whatever it was. He got him to a Super Bowl, but yeah, they wanted yeah. to upgrade, right? Right. Go get Trey Lance. Trey Lance injuries. Uh, just whatever. And I mean, I think we can be honest, Tay. I, Trey Lance was a reach, I think, even if you don't trade up for him. Yeah, we, yeah. I mean, an FCS quarterback with 17 starts on the best team in the FCS, right? But but then you find Brock Purdy at the end of the draft. And it's just the fact that we the commanders have struggled finding quarterback. And it's been obvious. They've, they've won seven games, eight games, eight games, and four games, something like that. Yeah. Four, right? Seven. Something like that. Seven, 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 four. seven, eight, and four. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been very obvious. I mean, even go back to twenty nineteen, right? They won three. Yeah, the command. Uh, the 49ers had their struggles. The first couple of years, they won six games the first year, and also Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt early towards ACL. He did. He did. Right. Um. But the, I mean, they still built a good team, and they built their team through the draft. I mean, yep. Kittle is a fifth round yep. pick. Fred yep. Warner is a. I'm looking at the 49ers uh, draft classes here since twenty seventeen. Let's just, I'm going to just read them off. Okay. Uh, Solomon Thomas, first round. Reuben Foster, right? Akella Witherspoon, uh, Joe Williams. They drafted George Kittle in the fifth round. You go to 2018. All right. McGlinchey, solid tackle. Dante yes. Pettis, you know, Dante Pettis, second round wide receiver, didn't work out. They followed that up with Fred Warner, right? <laughs> Tarvarius Moore, Contavious Street, DJ Reed. Uh, then you go down, you go to 2019. They drafted Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa, Chase Young, very different outcomes. Second yes. round, they take Debo Samuel. Jalen Hurd, Mitch Wisnowski, their punter, Dre Greenlaw uh, in the fifth <laughs> round, right? You go to 2020, Javon Kinlaw. They drafted Brandon Ayuk in the first round after drafting yes. Debo Samuel in the yeah. second round. And Ayuk is one of those kind of, I think, he, he's not seen like on the like on the level of Justin Jefferson and Stephon. Yeah. He's an extremely good receiver. So like, good. Who, I mean, if you look at just, you know, his, his numbers and but not just his numbers in terms of his yards and receptions and touchdowns. I mean, in terms of his like how consistently he gets open and his drop blocking. rate, all, yeah, blocking, oh, blocking, especially all those things. So then they follow that up. They get uh, Brandon Ayuk, right? Then uh, Jawan Jennings in the uh, in the seven in the seventh round, who is I think their number he's, three. He's a th- yeah, he's a number three. Right? Yeah. Um, they go Trey Lance. That doesn't work out. Aaron Burks. I don't. Aaron Banks. I don't know about Trey Sermon. Ambry Thomas. Jalen Moore. Diamador uh, Lenore, Lenore, they drafted in the fifth round. Hufunga, they drafted in the fifth round in 2021. Who's Elijah an all-pro? The These are off Hufunga. Yes. Who, okay, this is in the I fifth round in 2021. Yeah. 
Okay, right. So Elijah Mitchell, big contributor in the sixth round. Uh, Drake Jackson, 2022. Tyrion Davis-Price, Danny Gray, Spencer Burford. Like, once we get, once we get, they drafted Tariq Castro Fields in the sixth. We know it's with, with Commanders last yeah. year. Uh, Brock Purdy at the end of the draft in the seventh round. Once you get to 2022 and 2023, I mean, I can't even tell you a lot about what these players are doing for them right now. All I know is that the team <laughs> is they are they were the number one seed in the NFC. Yep, they're the number one seed in the NFC. They have the bye. Like, <laughs> I mean, so <laughs> as we read off who they drafted, and it's like I haven't heard of half of those guys. The ones you have heard of are the reason they're the number one seed in the yep, NFC. Exactly, man, it's incredible, Tate. It is incredible, and then, and then the, one of the things I love to—I tweeted it out—was he turned down interviews last year with the Cardinals and the Titans, and he got requests this year from the Chargers and the Raiders. Didn't take any of them. Last year turned them down. This year didn't even make it back to LA. Took the job with the Commanders. That should tell you what the current status of current status is of this Commanders job league wide. How highly it's viewed how Josh Harris is viewed, Magic Johnson, the whole ownership group, what yeah. the future, what the expected future is for the uh, commanders. The fact that this guy was, I mean, he was wanted by multiple other teams. Didn't even, didn't even talk to him. <laughs> didn't even talk to him. They, he said, I'm working with uh, Josh. I'm working with you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably the one thing it's under. Okay. I'm going to ask you this. Josh Harris, he made the right decision, not firing Rivera during the season. Would you agree or yeah, disagree? Yes, because we probably won about three more games. Probably, right? Yeah. Probably you get that surge of whatever, mm-hmm. whoever it is. You mm-hmm. get that surge and you just come out and it's just a little different enough, a little extra step enough just to win another winning game. winning that Jets game, probably. Exactly. Ex- exactly. Exactly. You're winning the Jets game. You know, maybe the Rams or whatever. Like, Rams, yeah. I mean, even if you win one more game, that's too many. Yeah. Josh Harris, he told him he was going to give him the full year, but he he knew he knew that, you know, the best thing for us this year, short of making the playoffs and yeah. Sam Howe yeah. being the one and all that stuff and just tweaking stuff here and there, flame, bottom out, flame out. And so, I mean, it's kind of, I guess, a coincidence. It's kind of um, – it was a coincidence that I think was kind of encouraged and egged along, not encouraged, but, like, things were done to kind of help it happen, like mm-hmm. not firing Rivera in the season. Mm-hmm. But the fact that – the it worked out where this is the year where they finish four and 13. They not just four and 13, though, they finished four and 13 with the tiebreaker, so they have the second overall pick. Yes, they don't have a lot of bad contracts or a lot of dead money, um, overpaid stars, that sort of thing. They're gonna have over 80 million dollars in cap space. They've got five picks in the top 100. I mean, Tay, it's <laughs> it is like literally like it couldn't have been the, literally the only thing I think that could have been better is if they just ended up with the first pick. That's that's literally it. And literally the they were pick. almost they were one Panthers went away from having the yeah. first overall pick. Yeah, they had straight exactly. the schedule over them. Majority they of did. The year. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think you just look at like it's you crazy. talked about Trey Lance and being aggressive. Like they, they've made trades. They traded from Christian McCaffrey, which to me is looking like one aggressive. of the best trades in NFL oh, history. Man. I mean, I think off the top of my head, I can think of Stefan Diggs. That was a really good one. Mm-hmm. Worked out for good both one. teams. AJ uh, Christian McCaffrey, the AJ Brown for the Eagles, a, yeah. a phenomenal trade. Um, you know, once Trent you start Williams. to go back further. So that's what I was going to say. I was going to get into Trent Williams. I mean, 
Again, we are the team that is getting shafted by this guy. <laughs> we are getting destroyed by this guy and his group. They are wrecking us. They got Trent Williams for what a, a third and a fifth? Third and a fifth. Maybe. A third and a fifth. Maybe two thirds. I mean, yeah, I, I think it was a third and a fifth. I'm pretty wow. sure it was a third and a fifth. They got um Chase Young, which I mean I don't think highly of Chase Young, but yeah. they but the the way they did it, they gave up a compensatory pick to get Chase Young. And if Chase Young exactly. walks and if they don't do too much of free agency, they get a compensatory pick. So yeah. it's like they literally may have just given up nothing to see yeah. what Chase Young has to offer. Right. Right. I mean, and then the Christian McCaffrey. So if you look at the the four trades, the four notable trades, they're three for four. Mm-hmm. And the one that didn't work out it didn't yeah. matter. Yeah. So which leads me, I mean, okay. I mean, yeah, it's just and then they got Jacandrick Ward, I think, too, from, from Kansas City. Uh, yes. Uh, uh uh the cornerback, right? Corner. What's his name? What's his first name? Uh, uh Traverius Ward? Traverius or Chicant. Yeah. Traverius. Let's see. Maybe. What? Uh no, Trick. Yeah, tra- mm. We yeah, both messed it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me see. Yeah, I don't I don't know how to spell his name to even look it up. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh. Well now I want to find out. Let me see. Ward cornerback 49ers. Oh yeah, no, Traverius Ward. Yes, Traverius I'm tripping. Ward. I'm sorry, I just looked it up. Traverius Ward, yes. Um, let's see. They got him 23 2020. Uh he signed with them. Three year yeah, deal from from, from, uh, the, from the Chiefs. Yep, he was a good mm-hmm. quarterback. I mean, he's he's <laughs> Yes. He's doing his thing. So yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. You know, which man, it's just yeah. Um, I'm trying to look up the all pro team this year just so we can, you know, just okay. Uh of course, all right, Christian McCaffrey and Fred Warner, I think mm-hmm. were unanimous. <laughs> I think they were unanimous. 49 if I'm reading it correctly, Christian McCaffrey and Fred Warner. Yes, they were the unanimous ones, okay. They they traded for Christian. Didn't even give up a first. And I'll be honest, when they traded for Christian McCaffrey, I was like, uh, "It's a lot. It's a running back. He's always hurt. Goes to the 49ers, never gets hurt anymore, <laughs> and Crazy, and dude. starts scoring a touchdown every game." Um, so they have two unanimous all first. All right, uh, Trent Williams, who they also traded for, Kyle Uzcheck, fullback, and tight end George Kittle. Five, five All Pros. Tay five. The last All Pro the Commanders had was Brandon Sheriff, hmm. I believe. Yes. Uh, and let me look at what year that was. Uh, I want to say it was like twenty eighteen. His last year, his last year with us, I think it was because okay. he was trying to get paid. I think, and we were like, right. "How in the world did he get?" Yeah, yeah. Okay, let me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me pull up his Wikipedia real quick. Um, twenty twenty. Yeah, first team All Pro, and Brandon Sheriff was drafted with the fifth pick. In the draft, right, right. <laughs> as a guard, right? I mean, as a as a tackle in college, who kind of everyone knew would be a guard. Christian McCaffrey, they traded for. Fred Warner was drafted in it was the fifth round, right, or the third round, the third round. Third round. Trent Williams, they traded pennies for. Uh, Kyle Uzcheck, let me see. I mean, Kyle Uzcheck, he was probably undrafted. If we're being honest, let's see when he when he came out. Um, so he's a fourth round pick. Kyle Juszczyk was a fourth-round pick, and George Kittle was a fifth-round pick. So, like, I mean, and Nick Bosa's been all pro, right? Uh, but Debo they've got Samuel. five. They've got five. Yeah, Nick Bosa, Debo have been uh, all pros. But the guys, five guys this year, none of them were first-round picks for them. 
Yeah, that's they crazy. were they were through trades or later in the draft. <laughs> when the Commanders won, he was the he was a fifth overall pick, and that's in the last like twenty years. And they've got five this year, Tay. And this guy yeah. was here when all these guys were brought in. That's crazy, bro. I just yeah, this is this is all right. So I kind of want to like quickly, I guess, talk about get just kind of you can say because I, I I feel like fans, you know, all of us can we're all scarred like like we actually have trauma like from the last twenty five yeah. years of Dan Snyder, right? And so it's like you know, there's always going to be some skepticism because also at the end of the day, we don't know how it's going to work out. But it's like you know. You've got people saying we've, you know, we've been here before. We've brought in guys before. I've been hearing about rebuilding for however long. All this stuff, like this, is actually the first time it's actually happening for real, though. I think that's the main thing we all need to focus on. Like the difference between um, when Vinny Serrato was brought in, right, and then when uh, Joe Gibbs was brought in. Mm-hmm. And when uh, Bruce Allen was brought in, Mike Shanahan was brought in. When McLuhan. Bruce Allen was promoted, when Scott McLuhan was brought in, that's thanks for reminding me on that one. Um, and then when uh, Ron Rivera was brought in and Martin Mayhew were brought in, like this one is nothing like any of those. No, I mean, I mean nothing like any of them <laughs> at I, I, like, at all. Yeah, to me it seems just like a just like a sigh of relief. It's just like like fresh. I don't know why. Yeah. It's just like no strings attached. It's just like, hey, you know, we're we're, we're yeah. searching for the good guy, and the good guy wants us, and mm-hmm. you know, and, yep. and we're gonna give this guy. It's man, it's just so you couldn't have planned a better off season than the mm-hmm. one we have. Only thing you could do differently is possibly having the number one pick. That's literally, this. I think that's literally it. It's just having the number one overall pick, right? Like, well, and you got the it, second pick. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's not like you have the fourth or fifth or sixth pick. I mean, and the fact that they have the number two pick in a draft class is loaded with quarterback. That's what I'm saying. Right. Um, I want to perfect just, scenario. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because again, so right, like, why is it different? Right. Um, Vinny Serrato was not qualified. All right. Let's just start there. Vinny Serrato was not qualified. Ron Rivera was not qualified. Let's start there. Okay. Um, uh, when, when Mike Shanahan came in with Bruce Allen, Bruce Allen had been fired. He hadn't done great, a great job as a GM mm-hmm. and, and he had been fired. Uh, no one else yeah, hired Bruce Allen. Was on people. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, Mike Shanahan was in charge of everything. He, they both had been let go. Uh, you brought them in, you brought, brought them in together, but not like you brought, you brought them in together. Not like you brought one in and then together you brought the other one in. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mike Shanahan, all that drama, of course. And then Bruce Allen gets promoted, even though he hadn't done anything deserving of having been promoted. He went from GM to team president after yeah. accomplishing nothing. Yeah. Um, then he brought in Scott McLuhan, but Scott McLuhan was like, uh, I mean, for one, he had been dealing with stuff, yeah, was a respected stuff. evaluator, deal, dealing with personal stuff. But then he also like, like Bruce Allen was still in charge of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, like he was like, um, um, Scott McLuhan wasn't a, a full-fledged, he was a football guy through and through, but he wasn't like he didn't have full autonomy. Right. Um, and then, I mean, you see like no one had no one else had hired him and no one else has hired him since mm-hmm. I'm in Washington. He mm-hmm. still works for teams. They hire he they hire his scouting service. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's not a, he's not on anybody's front office. Yeah. Um, Bruce Allen got fired finally. And then whose front office is he in? Right. And like mm-hmm. who who is he helping mm-hmm. to draft? Well, Um 
And then you go Ron Rivera and Ron Rivera, like himself was not uh, qualified. Um, Bruce Allen's last job in the NFL was with the commanders as, as president. Right. Um, Ron Rivera, was, he was, he was qualified to be head coach, but again, you didn't interview anybody else. Dan Snyder did not interview anybody else. He mm-hmm. talked to Ron. He had already been fired and boom, he was ready day one. Not just, not just head coach, general mm-hmm. manager, team president, everything. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. He brings in Martin Mayhew again, not a guy teams were clamoring for to be GM. Mm-hmm. Obviously, had was known for his time with the Lions. Who knows what Martin Mayhew is truly capable of? But right. he just didn't have a resume that people were dying to bring him in to run. Didn't you get the Lions the number one pick? <laughs> he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. Right or no, no. Uh, yeah, I think so. Or he drafted yeah, Matthew o, Stafford. I think. He's yeah, he was with the zero sixteen team. Yes, which Matthew Stafford was a rookie on the zero sixteen team. Because the next year, I think he got Calvin Johnson. Right? Or was he? No, 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 no. I can't. Uh, hold on. Uh, Matthew Stafford was drafted, I think, after the 0 16 season. Okay. Um, of course, you remember when they beat us to break that. Yeah, I do. Yeah, Matthew Stafford was drafted in 2009, and the 0 16 Lions were, I think, 2008. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but uh, so he, but he was GM for the own sixteen team. Yeah, right. they took. I think. I think then he drafted Matthew Stafford and then got fired. Um, but again, <laughs> no one was clamoring for him to be GM. Ron Rivera brought him in, and they, but then he brought in Marty Herney, who had also been fired, who also no one was. He was doing exactly. daytime radio apparently. Brought him in just because of experience, and then there was confusion on was Martin Mayhew the GM, was Marty Herney the GM, who was what, and then it was like Marty Herney's the senior whatever. Mayhew's the GM, but Herney's over Mayhew. But Herney's on the road, Scout. Yeah, he's on the road. <laughs> Mayhew's answering the phones, but then scouts, I mean, agents and other teams are saying, we don't know who to call. Uh, and so, again, not qualified. Ron wasn't qualified, clearly, from the structure, from the people he brought in, and everything. The difference with Adam Peters is that he is 100% qualified, and he this is the first time that that has happened. Yeah. Where a qualified person is not sitting under an unqualified person. His hands aren't tied by the unqualified person. His hands aren't tied by the team president who won't trade the quarterback because of the bad relationship with the head coach there or who won't trade the tight the tackle for a first or two firsts because, just because you want to teach him a lesson or whatever. That person is gone. Adam Peters is, is 100% qualified and he's 100% in charge. Mm-hmm. That is the difference this time. Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, not the same at all. Not the same at all. Uh, How did you you interview the? How did you review the? Um, or what did you think of the interview process? Like, what was your? What was your? Your when you saw Monday morning that Bob Myers and Rick Spielman Mm -hmm. had been hired as firms? Yeah, to handle the search. Okay, so I I I loved that. Was your initial reaction? My first, my initial reaction was he brought in a guy who who. I mean, in the last 10 years has, has built a better team than anybody at, I, I want to say all four major sports, probably. Is that fair mm-hmm. to say yeah. that the Warriors were the best team, the best built team in all four major sports in their, I mean, they won four, right? right. Yep. So if not, if you don't want to say they're the, they're arguably, he built arguably the best team in a dynasty. Mm-hmm. So one of the best team builders, the Warriors were nothing. Who was I mean, talking about seven, the Warriors? 73 and nine. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, like the Warriors were they were not one of those teams like the to all the younger kids out there, teenagers, the Warriors were literally they were nothing. (laughs) They were nothing. Right. 
Yes, they were nothing. Okay, all right. <laughs> so they had a few right, so you, spot spot appearances. Yeah, but they, were, there. they weren't like they. And, I mean, they weren't a dynasty like they are yeah. now. So he. So you got one of the guys who built one of the best teams in all four major sports in, in the last ten years, um, and then you got a guy who has years of experience as a GM and years of experience just as an executive in the NFL and has one executive of the year and has built some solid teams in Rick Spielman. So I love that it wasn't just um, Josh Harris just talking to the guys by himself, you know, which I think he'd be more capable than Dan Mm -hmm. Snyder, but still just, you know, I, you know, I got it. Yeah. I'll just talk to them. And then if it goes well, then we'll add in a couple of people. Mm -hmm. He brought in respected people, experienced people, people with connections, people who know what questions to ask. The NBA and the NFL are not the same. NHL and NFL are not the same. So I love that he brought in not not a bunch of people. He didn't hire some company. He used his connections because people are, respect him. And he said, hey, come help me with this. Yeah. Come help me. Come help me. I want to make sure that uh, we've got, you know, some respected voices that we can, I can talk to other people about this. I loved that. Did you love yeah. it? Yes, I loved it. I mean, as a Wizards fan, I was hoping Bob Myers would take over for, for <laughs> yeah, the Wizards, right, but the fact that he right. took over, you know, this search and right. he's the head, the face of it, man, it, it says a lot because I knew of the connections he had in basketball yeah. and him just being an agent in the past. And I mean, yep. he's a prominent mm-hmm. figure. He he, he knows is. about team building. Very well respected. And um, it's, it yep. goes beyond, it's just sports in general, you know. It is. It is. That's the thing. It's like, well, why an NBA guy if it's the NFL? Well, for, I mean, he brought an NFL guy, um, but the NBA guy and there's not a lot of Super Bowl winning GMs that like retired out there, like right. like Hall of Fame GMs that just retired. I mean, what you want, Bill Polian? You know, yeah. I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but uh, um, uh, Myers, it's like the, the, there's questions you ask that are football specific, you know, but then there's questions you ask that are leadership. Leadership, leadership exactly culture specific culture, yes. and culture is not is not by from sport to sport culture is culture culture is so, culture. so bob myers can ask how do you build a winning culture mm-hmm, how would mm-hmm. you go about building a winning culture mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. those are that's where bob myers comes and the in. person asking it is just like he just built one of the greatest yeah houses. it's not it's not a it's not an idiot who's <laughs> who's never built anything that wasn't sketchy i mean Dan Snyder, he built something he yeah, became a billionaire yeah. but he is like a a trail of of lawsuits and yeah. accusations and yeah. all this stuff and settlements yeah. behind him. This is a guy who is respect. You say, I did it. Okay. So I'm one, I'm asking you, how do you do it? And right. two, I'm telling you how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I thought that was great that he, and he didn't just like the thing about bringing in friends, like let's say that Bob Myers and Josh Harris are good friends and that's his friend. And he brought him in. I'm fine with you hiring your friends. If your friends are great at what they do. Right. Right. If your friends are the most qualified, if they are highly qualified, have been highly successful, by all means, bring your friends. Don't bring your friends when they're not qualified, when they just got fired for failing. So, yeah, I think um, I was I was great with that. And then so then how did you feel about the interview process once those five candidates, those five interview requests with those five candidates came out? Um, I didn't like it for the fact that. Man, Josh Harris is close to the vest. We're so used to everything being <laughs> like, oh, report, 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 report. Yep. And like uh, late late at night, late, you know, right before night. something else, or right after something negative came out. You know, so it, yes. it was different, but I didn't like it in the fact that we didn't have leaks. Yeah. But I loved it in the fact it was that we reports. didn't like leaks. Yeah, reports. Yeah, they were telling, like, I like if I had to guess, the, like the team, or it was it was meant to be out there, like we requested, this, right. you know, right. making it public. Um, I save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I think that Adam Peters was their favorite going into it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so they hired their favorite. So uh, for one, I don't have any problem with that. Because again, when your favorite is the most qualified, mm-hmm. then I think you've got good sense. Right. Like, even if he fails, then everyone would be like, wow. Everyone would be like, wow, that was unexpected. Mm -hmm. He was clearly the favorite. Um, So, but you, you, I mean, you have to comply with the Rooney rule, of course. But I think that even if Cunningham was their favorite, where suddenly you don't have to comply with the Rooney rule because you're hiring someone who's under the Rooney rule. Mm -hmm. I still think they do their process because even though Adam Peters is, is my favorite, based on talking to people or talking to him, I still need to do my due diligence. Like I still mm-hmm. need to talk to him and see if he deserves to be my favorite. I need to talk right. to other people and see if anything that they say stands out mm-hmm. to where, you know, maybe, maybe they impress me more than the guy who was my favorite. But lots of times the favorite comes through and he's like, Oh yeah, I see why he was my favorite. Right, right. So I'm going to hire right. him. Yeah. So I like, I like that. They, I like that they did that. You have to, you have to comply with the Rooney rule. And you mm-hmm. also don't just interview two non-white people yeah. and hire the white guy. Yeah. So, like to yeah. some degree, I think there's some of that, right? <laughs> it's like yeah. you know, yeah. um, you know, the Rooney Rule is another conversation for another day. I get it. Yeah. I don't love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and just so we're all clear, my dad is black, so I just don't know where I'm speaking from. Okay, my dad was born in the projects on L Street that are no longer there. Okay, so all right, single mother. All right. Um, so just so we're all clear, I don't know what, what race y'all think I am, but I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> so i can say that but um i think so what I do you think like, what do you think about what cunningham what what do you think like do you think that will hurt us in the future help us um so i'm gonna say real quick i like that their interview list wasn't 10 15 people long mm-hmm. like we're we, we got 12 13 14 interview requests which teams do which the panthers are doing teams mm-hmm. did last year and the year before like 16 interview requests they got five names. They, they've had time to build their list of names. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Highly respected guys. Cunningham, Borgonzi, Peters, Hallaby, Cook, right? Cool. Yep. Five really respected, highly qualified guys. They had their favorite. They interviewed them. They moved forward with their favorites, and they hired their favorite. Uh, regards to Cunningham, and you mean trading up for the first pick. Right. <laughs> um, I think personally, I expect the Bears to sit there and take Caleb. So I don't <laughs> think it's going to hurt them. And I'm I'm not 100% convinced having Cunningham would have helped. Like I I, right. I see how it could have. I do see how mm-hmm. it could have, for sure. Because it's like him and Poles. I mean, I'm assuming they're close and they're friends, so they can talk more casually. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not worried about it. I'm right. not worried about it. And um, Cunningham, I think was was very quali- qualified. He was background with Ozzie Newsom and the Ravens, with the Eagles, Howie Roseman, with the Bears. I think I think being with the Bears is what people. You know, is what you see. It's like, I don't want to hire a guy from the mm-hmm. Bears. You're really hiring a guy from the Ravens or the Eagles. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, yeah. if Cunningham didn't work out, it's like, if we hire a guy from the Bears, <laughs> you know, that's not fair. But um, I think he's highly qualified. Uh, I just think Peters is more qualified. I mean, he has more years of experience. And so I, I do you think it do you, like, what do you think that plays a factor? 
I just wonder how um, how deep we went into the plans with him. With Cunningham. Um, with Cunningham. Uh, I, they say that he's probably the favorite right now to get the Chargers job. So right. if, that, mm. if that happens, then it's, I mean, whatever. But yeah. if he goes back to Chicago, I wonder if it could be held against us of our plans. That's the mm. only thing I was a little bit worried about. <clears throat> yeah. But other than that, I mean, there's three quarterbacks. You know, yeah. and right. they may absolutely love, like, look, I'll take all three. Maybe they prefer yeah. one over the they other. Might. They um, might. Just think Jaden Daniels in an offense with, I mean, we've never seen him handpick a quarterback. Um, ben Johnson. We haven't. We have, Yeah, ben we Johnson. haven't. We don't know well, who his exactly. preferred type is. If, if Ben Johnson is the guy. Yeah. But I yeah. do know that he's a heck of a talent evaluator based off of yes. the picks in which yeah. he had influence of in Detroit, Sam yeah. Laporta, uh, uh, yeah. Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs, his guy. You know, guys, uh, Jameson Williams. Um, no, Amon Ra was before him. Yeah. But yeah. Jameson yeah. Williams, though, he has a type. Yeah. He, yes, kn- he knows how he wants his offense run. And I think you made a great point and alluded to it uh, in text. But it's talking about the um, the relationship of, of, of John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan and how Adam mm-hmm. Peters could possibly have that same relationship but with a young head coach and build towards that. Yeah. So um, in that aspect, I think Cunningham wouldn't have given us Ben Johnson. Mm-hmm. I, don't think, yeah. I don't think we get Ben Johnson. Assuming or have they a get him. Yeah, yeah. like Whereas it's not as. Exactly. Where you see is Peters, once he was yeah. hired, you see Ben Johnson's name connected almost immediately. Yes. Uh, without even the, 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 I mean, it's expected. I don't know if you caught the video that Jonathan Jones did with, um, uh, with NFL total total network or NFL network. And um, he said before he, he answered the question, he said, our good friend, Rick Spillman. Mm. And it makes me wonder, you know, like, man, was yeah. this all, you know, was this already, already planned? And then I Rick mean, Spillman's brother works yeah. with Detroit. And <laughs> I mean, it's not tampering. It's if not Rick tampering. Spielman, who didn't work for the team, talks to his brother, who works in the lot. You know what I mean? Like, Let's let's keep it a, let's keep it a buck. All right, we all know conversations are happening behind the scenes. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. People talk like I feel like the NFL is a big like circle of gossip. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> I mean, and obviously we're gonna see if if Ben. I guess we're I guess we're going to the Ben Johnson conversation. The yeah. Ben Johnson. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah. I mean, who well, it was, knows it was if- coming from the aspect of Cunningham wouldn't get us. Ben yes, Johnson, yeah, but Peters gives us a bit. So yeah, I think, and I think that kind of goes back to the the just connections and the view right. around the league. I think that, um, I think that Cunningham is like well respected and like mm-hmm. viewed highly around the league. I just think Peters is more so, and and um, and has maybe more connections because I think that if you look at uh, Peters, Lynch, Shanahan, that trio that Peters had to be the driving force behind a lot of the scouting and the, the player personnel side, because John Lynch was coming into it. Mm -hmm. Kyle Shanahan Mm -hmm. was the coach. Right. And so Cunningham has the experience, I would say maybe more similarly to like Alec Hallaby or someone that we're thinking, you know, an assistant GM. So still tons of experience, but I almost feel like I get the sense that Peters was kind of running things more. Right. Than normal because right. John Lynch wasn't a GM, wasn't right. a front office guy when they hired him. Um, and I just and maybe just uh, you just hear things about how well he treats people. Ian Cunningham probably treats people perfectly fine, too. 
but maybe the way that Adam Peters treats people, it really stands out. Like right. it really right. sets them apart. Like right. you can be nice to people and then you can treat people great. Right. I don't know right. anything about Ian Cunningham. I wish him nothing but the best. I think I'm a little PTSD a little bit because he's bald and looks he's like a like a like a, like a light skinned Martin Mayhew and Eric Stokes. <laughs> and that's not fair to him. It is not fair to him. Yeah, but again, I have trauma. <laughs> so but I mean, I, yeah, I, Adam Peters was my number one coming into it. It was Adam Peters at first, and then Alec Hallaby jumped him. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, and then when stuff started to come out, it was like, actually, I'm, I'm, del- I'm, I'm glad we got Peters over anybody. Yeah. Um, but okay, so we're going to the Ben Johnson conversation, right? Because immediately when the news comes out about Adam Peters, you have Mike Garofolo, you have uh, Jonathan Jones, you have. Fowler, you have uh, PFF Brad, um, or someone else, all saying Ben Johnson to Washington. Keep an eye on Ben Johnson. He's firmly in play. Would love that. When I look at Adam Peters, right? Okay. Um, he From the Patriots to the Broncos to the 49ers with Kyle Shanahan. And he, he has, like, firsthand seen what Kyle Shanahan, who is, I mean, probably the best offensive mind in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean – like Mike McDaniels, you know, that's Kyle Shanahan, you know? So um, any of these guys that came down from Kyle Shanahan, it goes back to Kyle Shanahan. So Kyle Shanahan is probably the best offensive mind. I mean, he's had, he had Jimmy Garoppolo ball and he has Brock Purdy ball. And I mean, he was doing things with, with even other lesser quarterbacks for a time. Um, And he's seen the importance of, of like having that strong offense, offensive identity, like being innovative offensively, being ahead offensively, having that, that genius offensive brain. And obviously you need a strong defense too. But Kyle Shanahan's the head coach. The offense runs through him. <clears throat> I just I just imagine that Adam Peters has to be because these all these guys all know they're all aware of their status. They're all aware of the other guy's status. Adam Peters is thinking, look, the same way you and I think about what we think about at night in bed. Adam Peters thinking, man, all right, so if I get the GM job, who am I looking at at head coach? Right. You know what right. I mean? Like he's like right. he's a human. Like he's sitting there right. thinking, who's my list? Who's you know? Um, and these guys have, I'm sure, all communicated, talked in the past, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just don't see how Adam Peters isn't looking at Ben Johnson. Oh, yeah. Maybe Bobby Slowick, but Ben Johnson and saying, that's my guy who's going right. to, who, who I believe can lead the team. I think he's a leader. I think he's seen leadership under Dan Campbell, under mm-hmm. other people. Right. He's, mm-hmm. he's seen all that. True. But, he, but, but also in terms of X's and O's, he's our guy. Yeah. Um, he's my guy who can come in and do what Kyle Shanahan did, which, I mean, is is a run an offense that can produce two plus nine hundred yard running backs, a thousand yard running back, a nine hundred forty five yard running back, and a quarterback who he revived Jared Goff's career. Like he doesn't get enough credit for that. Jared Goff was thrown away by the Rams, <clears throat> took him to the Super Bowl. Obviously, got thrown away. Matt Stafford came and won Super Bowl. Everyone thinks that Jared Goff, like the Lions, don't want him. They don't, you know, they don't care. Right. He's their starting quarter, but he threw for forty five hundred yards, just throwing right. thirty touchdowns last year. I'm not sure about this year. He revived this guy, and this, this and, and you're one dimensional with him. Yeah. So I just think that uh, I think Adam Peters has got to be looking at Ben Johnson and saying, "This guy could be my Kyle, so mm-hmm. we could do what we did there in in San Francisco, where I've got my yep. coach who can my offense runs through him, right? So that when I don't know how many offensive coordinators have come and gone with the 49ers, all I know is that it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Their offense will always yeah. be good as long right. as Kyle Shanahan is there, right? And we could talk about that in a sec, but um, that that just that philosophy and that theory. 
So I just think that, and I think Ben Johnson's got to be saying, hey, uh, you know, I didn't finish with the Panthers last year. It just didn't feel like a thin. But uh, Adam Peters, I saw what he did, 49ers. He's mm-hmm. a great guy. Mm-hmm. He knows how to build a team. They're both young. Mm-hmm. They probably hit it. I just I don't see any way where I think that I just don't see any way that there's a better fit for Ben Johnson. And I don't see that there's a any way that Adam Peters would want someone more. And this is me saying it. I, knowing I feel like Ben Johnson would tie himself to a quarterback that he personally handpicked. That's what yes. I think. And it's, I mean, let's remember Ben Johnson was quarterback in North Carolina. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. talking about Sam Howell. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you like if you look around the league again, the, the commanders are the best option because honestly, the second best option or the one that probably was competing the most with the commanders is probably the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Then the third pick, you can get the quarterback, all that mm-hmm. stuff. The Patriots job is gone. Right. So like, we're talking about Ben Johnson, right? And we're right. talking about quarterback. And let's this is another big one. Tay, I think that maybe people don't think about is pressure to win immediately. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, this isn't supposed to be some long term rebuild. Mm-hmm. But I think if you go to the Chargers, you're expected to make the playoffs next year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think if you go to the Falcons, you're expected to make the playoffs oh, yeah. next year. Um, I think with the Titans, maybe. Um, I think with the Raiders, considering how they finished, you're expected to go to the playoffs next year. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> what other jobs am I forgetting? Um, Panthers. Yeah, the Panthers. There's no yeah. way he's going to the Panthers. Yeah. You go to the Panthers, you're expected to make Bryce Young look good. You're exactly. expected to fix a roster. Exactly. But you don't have any first round picks. You you like, yeah. So I just I don't see. Are you talking about a guy? You're talking about Ben Johnson being able to come here, work under one of the most well respected front office guys, who is like has it played a large role in building the NFC champion 49ers. Um, you have plenty of cap space so you can build the team up. You have plenty of draft picks so you can build the team up. You have the second pick so you can take your quarterback. One of them happens to be from your alma mater at alma mater and is like the – like, I mean, has been a consensus top five pick yeah. since last year. Right, right. For two years. Right. Another guy. Like you, you, you're picking between three guys, two guys, you know? And you get to pick your guy. Hand pick your guy. Yep. Yeah, and grow and with work, them, and grow with them, and then all right. Th- I think we were the. I think maybe Grant and Danny were talking about on the radio. What is the downside to coming to the commander? I mean, now that we know Adam Peters is here, right? <clears throat> what are the What are the only downsides? I want to hear what you would say are the downsides. I know what my only downsides are. I want to hear which if you what yours would be. The say only downside one or two. I would just say the stadium, but that's going to get fixed. The, and... That's 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 one of my yes, the stadium. And, and probably the training facility. And the training facility. Tell you, that's the only downside. That's the only downside. I like. I, I don't think I'm being like a biased fan. I don't think we're ashburning ourselves. Those yeah. are the two downsides. The training facility, horrible. That's why he's interviewing them in Miami at his mansion. And the stadium is terrible. And within, it's 2024, within, let's say, five to seven years, you're going to have the best of both mm-hmm. of those. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have state of the art, both of them. Now, maybe I like to think that head coaches and GMs always go into a new job optimistic. Mm-hmm. They don't. They're not thinking I might get fired in three years. Mm-hmm. I don't think that. I think they're always thinking like this is where I'm gonna be because that's mm-hmm. what you want. So, yeah, you say now the Chargers got a great stadium, great training facility. Um, <clears throat> Raiders got a great stadium. You know, there's lots mm-hmm. of there's other options that have great stadiums, great training facilities. 
but um you're gonna have that here all you have those those things shouldn't affect your ability to build a good team and win and then you just you just you know do your job do well and within time which time goes by like that you're gonna have the best new stadium you're gonna have the best new training facility and that's the only downside now maybe for certain people that's a big downside maybe but i think it's every all the other all the upside is all 100 percent football yeah and and it's way past those other teams right right i i just now okay the question is now with ben johnson if he's your favorite i mean they've requested a lot of head uh head coaches to interview <clears throat> i think it's the same thing though it's like due diligence it's yeah it's due diligence it's rooney will rooney rule it's making sure i'm taking the proper time you know because this guy is my favorite but i need him to come here and still convince me that he's my favorite right, right. um I it's think a lot of, of that things. has to do with defense too. I think it's going to be yeah. truly down between Slowick and and um, and Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson. And I yeah. think the defensive guys are there to help assist how they can fix turn the defense around and what they yeah. would do. Um, mm-hmm. I do think Weaver, Troy Weaver, is a defensive coordinator prospect, um, but I I don't think they go with the defensive coordinator route. And I'm I'm sure we could talk about that on a ne- on another episode. We can go through the candidates, yeah. but I think that. They're going to go. I mean, the analytics probably shows. I mean, the I think, quarterback, head coach, yeah, offensive coordinator, route. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to say it was Grant Paulson who made the point of, I think the head coaching head coaching numbers right now. I think it's twenty five offensive guys, um, eight defensive guys, and then one, John Harbaugh special teams. Um, and of the eight coaches that were fired this year, five of them were defensive guys even though there's way less defensive guys. Um, I just think, wow. okay, it's not as simple as hire an offensive coach and you'll be great. Nathaniel Hackett was an offensive guy. Mm-hmm. Arthur Smith was an offensive guy. Frank Reich. Frank Reich was an offensive guy. Um, so it's obvious it's not it's not automatic. I don't want to mm-hmm. pretend like it's automatic. Uh, you have to get the right offensive guy. I, and, and then you've got D'Amico Ryans, you know, the Texans, and he's doing his thing and, um, there's, you know, other guys like Vrabel or, or of course, Belichick was defensive. Um, there's other guys. However, having said that, I think that just the way that the league is trended for years now, for one, I think your head coach needs to be a great leader. And I think he needs to be able to drop some X's and O's and outsmart some people. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I think he actually needs to, on one side of the ball, yeah, be able to, some of these guys, like, we, I mean, we don't know about Tomlin and Harbaugh, how, some of those older school guys, though, maybe not. Although, Mike, right? Okay, maybe not. But I think you have to be able to. <clears throat> um, or at the very least, it gives you a great advantage. Maybe you don't right. have to be able to. Right. I think it gives you a really good advantage. The other thing is, though, if you hire whichever side you hire, that side of the ball is going to run through your head coach. All right. Exactly. So basically, if you hire Mike McDonald from the Ravens, bring in a defensive coordinator, it's not really going to matter. Like, right. yeah, but no. Like, the defense yeah. runs through Mike McDonald. Great defensive coordinator. Ravens have been fantastic this year. If you hire Ben Johnson, the offense is going to run through Ben Johnson. Going to mm-hmm. bring in an offensive coordinator. Again, I wonder if it'd be Mark Brunel. But mm-hmm. uh, it won't really matter. Like, the offensive mm-hmm. coordinator will will do the role and the job, you know, on offense, but the offense runs through Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson's probably calling the plays. When you talk about what is the most important – what's the most important position on the team? Quarterback. Quarterback. We all agree, right? It's the most important position on the team, right? So in my mind, it's most important to make sure that the most important position has the best, best is in the best position to succeed. Mm -hmm. 
And when you look at the rate at which offensive coordinators are promoted, would move up the ranks. I mean, you have one good year of offense, offensive coordinator you're being talked about as, a, as Scott Turner was getting talked as a head coach. I mean, off of what, you know? Um, and we, I mean, we know better than anybody. Yeah. They show that graphic yeah. every game. Bobby Slowick, um, Matt LaFleur, Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, and then Kevin O'Connell, right? Mm-hmm. We know better than anybody. It make the reason why I I want the best candidate overall, but the reason why I want an offensive candidate, and I believe that the best candidate can also be offensive guy, is because I think that considering that you have the second overall pick, you're gonna be able to take a quarterback early, young quarterback. You have to do everything to put him in the mm-hmm. best position to succeed. Mm-hmm. You're doing so already by, you know, the GM and the head coach. I'm expecting whoever it is will be on the same page about who they want. Right. But if you bring in an offensive guy, then the 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 voice in his ear of the quarterback, the play caller, the 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 how they're in sync and, and how they understand each other, how they get to know each other, all that stuff, it doesn't have to change potentially ever. Mm-hmm. Your offensive coordinator will probably change. If you're succeeding, he's going to go on. He's going to get hired elsewhere. But the offense will remain the same. The person calling the plays will remain the same. All that stuff is going to remain the same. And that's consistency for your young quarterback. And right. we've seen what's happened with Jalen Hurts and the Eagles when Shane Steichen left, right? Mm-hmm. Shane Steichen clearly, him leaving clearly has had an impact on the oh, Eagles. Yeah. The Colts' oh, yeah. offense was great without Anthony oh, yeah. Richardson. Yep. The Eagles' offense has been struggling. I mean, even when they've been good, they haven't been as good as they could should have been. You look at the Bills. I mean, they've gone through multiple, but they fired their offensive coordinator because Josh Allen was struggling. Um, I mean, you just look around the league. You look at um, um, the Chargers with Justin Herbert. And, like, they fired their offensive coordinator and they brought in a new offensive coordinator, uh, Kellen Moore, this year, right? This was Kellen Moore's mm-hmm. first year, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just, it's struggling. And then you, I just think that if you bring in, this is just this is where I stand. If you bring in one of these other guys, they could, by all means, they could be a great coach. Everything could work out fine. And I'm, I'm, I'm 100% believe that. But if you bring in Mike McDonald and he brings in a great offensive coordinator, whoever it is, and they do great and your young quarterback is doing well. That means that that offensive coordinator will be gone within yeah. two years. Yeah. If that rookie has a good first year and then a strong second year, your offensive coordinator is gone and the offense ran through him. And so either now what you're doing, you're doing one of two things, Tay. You are promoting someone from the staff, the quarterback's coach, who has never been an offensive coordinator. Very likely, right? This mm-hmm. is this is all very likely. That the person you brought in, maybe they learned under that offensive coordinator who now went on to be pro, but they are now doing it for the first time. They are play calling for the first time. They are scheming up the offense for the first time. Even if they're taking the same philosophy, they're doing it all for the first time. Um, and so that's all new for the quarterback. The offense is the same, but the play calling, play calling is huge. Like yeah. Yeah. timing of play calling, what co- play to call and when, all that stuff. You could be, you could, we could have the same playbook in front of us, take the, <laughs> the same play sheet, and you and I could produce totally different offenses just based on when we called what plays. Yeah. Yeah. But if that offensive coordinator succeeds, he's gone after one or two years, and now you're hiring another guy, mm-hmm. and you're either hiring a guy who's never done it, or you're bringing in someone who was probably fired. Mm-hmm. And that to me is why you. I want an offensive coach because then you don't have to worry about that. If you're now, if you bring in the offensive coach and the defensive coordinator is really good and he gets hired, you might have the same issues. You might. Okay. But as long as my offense is consistent and good, I've got a top quarterback. I can feel a lot better about replacing my defensive coordinator 
than having to change the voice in my quarterback's ear because the quarterback is most right. important. Right. And the one other thing I'll say, and I know I've been talking a lot, but the one other <laughs> thing I'll say is if you bring in the defensive guy, who knows, you know, maybe Kellen Moore, maybe Shane Waldron, whatever. But there's, there's, I would say, at least a legit chance that like a Mike McDonald, for example, brings in someone to be offensive coordinator who has never been an offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. First mm-hmm. time. They Obviously, every offensive coordinator has to do it for the first time. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. However, we're drafting a rookie quarterback. It's going to be the most valuable asset on this team. Mm-hmm. The player who needs to be the most comfortable and supported and be in the best position to succeed. I would prefer, again, it could be great. Bobby Slope, first time offensive coordinator. Uh, uh, not Kyle but whatever. <clears throat> I would prefer that my top two, my second overall pick rookie quarterback is not teamed up with a guy who was calling plays for the first time, right. who's scheming up offenses by himself for the first time. He I may agree. end up being great at it. He may end up being great 100%, but if given the choice, I would choose the guy who's been doing it on the same level as the 49ers and the Ravens and better than the Chiefs and the Bills and some of these other teams for the last two years with the Lions so that our quarterback can be surrounded by the best possible exactly. position he could be. Exactly. I, I hope that makes sense. No, it makes, it makes, it makes sense, bro. I agree hundred yeah. percent. That's why I really want Ben John. He, and he just seems like a great leader when he talks, the way he carries himself. And uh, when they asked him, when the reporters asked him about the head coaching interviews and how does that feel? And he's like, did you ask Aaron Glenn this? He's like, cause that guy, that guy's a great candidate. If you're asking me, I, I want to be sure you're asking him too. Don't just ask me, ask him about it. Cause he, the first thing he did is talk about the other guy on the team who should be being talked about, who also happens to be the black guy. Who's being talked about? If you're asking me, the young white guy, make sure you ask the black guy too. Make sure you ask the other guy who's producing a great defense on the other side of the ball. I just, man, I just. Yeah, I'll that's the number one target. Super attached to Ben Johnson. Like, <laughs> I don't think there's any way we. I've. Um, I will be through the roof if we don't get him. I'm still. I'm still great. You know, yeah. there's a bunch of great candidates. Yeah, yeah. But I won't be as excited. I'll still be excited. I won't be as excited if we get Ben. If, if Ben Johnson, is, he just Tay, he just seems like one of the ones. Just he seems do, like bro. one of the ones. And Adam Peters seems like he can get it done. Yes. <clears throat> There's optimism, brother. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm, I'm, I'm so much optimism, and it's, it's just, it's different. It's different, right? No more, no more trauma, no more PTSD. No, we, this is, these are legit football guys making the decisions unencumbered by idiocy and sexual harassment claims and change the name and, 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 and being cheap and not wanting to spend. Oh, this is, this is time. What a, what a way to start in getting Adam Peters. Incredible. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's just fantastic. Uh, I, I guess I think I've said enough. You, 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 you know, you. The floor is yours if you have anything. I you think. Add. I think. I think next time we want to hit on the. Uh, well, we need to do it probably Monday or so. But I want to hit on the candidates and just go go through their. Uh, I yeah. guess their resumes one by one, and you already know who our uh, number one favorite is, and that's Ben Johnson. But yeah, uh, there's yeah. a couple so other, other guys who, candidates. yeah, the other great candidates who we're okay with uh, taking mm-hmm. over. For that, yeah. uh, like a Bobby Sloak and Mike McDonald and a couple more guys, yeah. so we'll we'll preview that coming up. And man, it's a good time as a Commanders fan. Just stay encouraged, man. We're 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 on the up and up, man. On the up and up, and I would say, I mean, so do so. We're rooting for the Rams, the Lions. Do we want 
our hopeful future, hopefully future head coach to go on and like potentially win the Super Bowl, or do we want them to get knocked out so that we can get this show on the road? I, I want to shoot out, but King McVay, man, let King McVay go ahead and take <laughs> yeah. over. You know, I think selfishly, I want the Lions to lose. And they're banged but, up. Lions are banged up too with Laporte, yeah, probably exactly, and a couple others. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think. uh if they did end up making it to, you could hire him, you know, still if he makes it to the Super Bowl and stuff, because Steichen and um, Gannon. Uh, Gannon got hired, right? But, but um, would, too, so. yeah, that is true. The line, the Cardinals did. Cardinals, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think, uh, you know, it'd be cool if, like, man, he's coming in here off a of Super Bowl. That'd be awesome. But, you know, there's 14 teams in the playoffs. It's not easy to win the Super Bowl. If they could lose, at least in a shootout, like, I need the offense to show up, boom, back to back. The defenses fail. Ran a uh, Lions lose on a you know game winning field goal. They had thirty five to thirty eight. Yeah, you know nothing more he could have done. It's gonna he's be a good quarterback. battle. <laughs> yeah, because Ryan Morris, uh, he's he's in control of that defense mm-hmm. over there in uh, yep, LA and too. So it's well. gonna be it's gonna be a chess match, and I know um, one wants to outdo the other, but I don't think yeah. Ben Johnson uh, stock will drop. Uh, Raheem Morris has a chance to grow his his um, resume, mm-hmm. but uh, with yep. a, with a big game against the Lions, but. Um, I, I just think we need – I'm just ready for this game to end this weekend and, and let's see what yeah. these interviews do. And I wonder how quick they yeah. – they can hire him as soon as possible if they lose. They don't have to wait until next week, right? The divisional. No, line? yeah, they, if they lose, and yeah, they could hire him if he's not in the playoffs anymore. Okay, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, they can honestly hire – even if they win, they could technically hire him, I want to say. Um, but um, – but yeah, it's pretty. It's probably still much easier if they lose. Yeah. You know, they obviously again they have to have the Rooney Rule. They well, I guess I think the Rooney Rule is two. I'm not sure exactly, but they they interviewed Weaver. And mm-hmm. again, this is part of the reason why I don't love the Rooney Rule because of how we're talking about it right now. But um, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they've they've started the process, and so it seems like you know. I I'd guess it's similar where they they whatever their list is, they interview all those guys, whether it be virtually or in person, and then they narrow it down. Mm-hmm. And then uh so I mean, yeah, I think I mean definitely within the next two weeks, you know, if I think the finals will be Raheem, Raheem and um person. I think if they do if they go about it the same way, I think it'd be Morris mm-hmm. and uh and slow and uh, not slow, Maria Morris and, and ben, uh, ben Johnson. Okay, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. Um I mean, almost all the guys that they requested are in the playoffs. So, like, right. it, you know, that's probably the only thing that would slow it down some. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, team team Ben Johnson through and through sure. through and that sure. would be if you start off the off season with Adam Peters, Ben Johnson, number two overall pick, five picks in the top one hundred, over eighty million dollars in cap space. I'll tell you what, that's I don't even know if that's a rebuild. Like, sure, I, it's kind of a rebuild, but it's it's one of them like um, it's like mm. one of them prefab. Re- it's one of them, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you know, when they start construction on that building, and then a week later you drive by and it's basically done. It's one of yeah. those rebuilds. Yeah, okay? I agree. it's one I of those expedite. I I don't see any reason. If you do all that and you you make those you make those guys come in and they make the, make the right decisions. Yeah. I don't see why like, you get the right quarterback. I don't see why you can't be in the yep. Texans position. You know, I agree. <laughs> Man, all right, exciting times, <laughs> truly exciting times, like actually exciting times. Yes, for real. Yes, I can't <laughs> wait till later so, after, after yep. the day is done. Yep. Looking forward to getting on Twitter mm-hmm. and catching up a little bit more. Yes, and just exactly. Doing, just, just reading it, go on YouTube and just look yes, up just yes. Google, just YouTube Adam Peters. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just listen to press conferences of Adam Peters. Oh, we're so sick, Tay, but it's awesome. 
But um, Eugene Shen too, and we won't touch on that. Yeah, but man, um, Eugene Shen, Adam right. Peters, two good mm-hmm. hires. Man, yeah. we're just man. It's 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 the only thing that's the same about the team uh, from when Dan Snyder owned it is that they are the Washington Football Team. Right. right. That's 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 it. Yeah. Um. And on that note, the last thing I'll say is, with you know, Monday having been the official start of Josh Harris running the football side of the organization and making decisions, leaving all that other stuff in the past, just a terrible nightmare. Yeah, Everything that happened sure. before, it's all I'm not bringing any of that no. into this with me. I no. mean, it's just, if if you hire idiots or unqualified people to do something. You're not going to succeed. That's what yeah. was happening. That's right. no longer happening at right. the top. So that's all in the past. Dan Snyder is gone. Ron Rivera, all those guys are gone. And now Josh Harris is here, and under him are also qualified people. So to the future. Let's keep going. To the, fu- to the future, brother. Yes, sir. Well, we will be talking again real soon. Uh, and just, you know, let's enjoy the playoffs this weekend. Yes. Go Rams, but go Lions often. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> All right, I'm tired. I mean, everything's been going our way, man. This, this, yeah, this everything is crazy. has gone our way this season. Say everything. The it's only never. thing, I'm telling you, the number one pick is the only thing that could have gone ever with and the we Cardinals even, we beating the Eagles. We wanted no, it. we, we weren't even, we didn't expect that. Right. We were what four and five or something, whatever we were. Uh, the Cardinals beating the Eagles, the Patriots, like, like everything went our way. Oh, crazy, it's incredible. The losing the kick at the end of the Jets game. The, oh, my goodness. Talk about that one. Hey, I was going to be so Bruh. mad if they won that game. I was going to be so <laughs> upset. And uh, this is the one thing I think I'm going to say. I think Ron Rivera was tanking. Yeah, he was. I think he, he, I think he was He was not trying as hard to win. He didn't need yeah. a lot of help. Yeah. But you put Jatavius Martin one-on-one against Tyreek Hill with no safety over the top? Like what? I mean, there's just, but it's sorry, sorry. Anyway, on to the future. So good. But thank yeah. you. If he was, was doing that, then thank you. Like, thank you, Ron. Thank, thank you. you. I appreciate it. <laughs> he saw us talking about it. Clearly, he right. saw us uh, saying calling for it. So he's like, I might as well do it. Make them happy. Um. All right. You good? I'm good. All right. Well, we'll talk again soon. We'll enjoy the playoffs this weekend. Go Rams. Go Lions. Offense. And we'll see what happens from there. Yes, talking soon. This is Todd. And this is Tay. We're out. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.